Hey guys, welcome back to In Vivo. It's Jasmine here and I hope you all are having a great day. Thank you for sticking around. I think this might be episode eight. This is kind of crazy. Like it's episode eight of In Vivo and I'm so proud of myself. Thank you all so much for listening and sticking with me. It's technically nine episodes because I have like a prologue episode. So like I cannot wait till I get my 10th episode. Oh, I'm going to be so excited. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about this being the eighth episode. Like I've come a long way, you know, it's been what, almost a month, two months. And I definitely have come a long way. Um, if you do not follow me on Instagram, please follow at at Vivo Podcast. And I hope you all enjoyed the Instagram clip that me and my sister posted on our personal Instagram. So mine is at all that jazz one Z three underscores. And my sister's is at Jada Talia. So it's J-A-D-A-A underscore T-L-I-T-A-L-I-A-A. So we posted the clip. It was around 10 minutes long. I know a lot of you just watched a couple minutes of it. That's okay. That's okay. You know, you could have watched the whole thing. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Um, I got a lot of good feedback on that. So I appreciate it. I also am going to start putting questions on my personal Instagram page, on my story, for you all to give feedback on things I should talk about, because I don't want to keep talking about coronavirus every episode, but I've kind of been doing that. So I want to be able to feature some people on. So if you want to be featured, please DM me at, at Vivo Podcast. I know right now it's a really big time for people to be receiving letters or where they're going to grow, grad school, post-grad or whatever. So I want to be able to interview those type of people so you all can get an outlook on different perspectives on the research field and the STEM field. So if you want to be featured, please DM me at Invivo Podcast. I also want to do some type of like, I don't know, like a, not a social media blast because I've been doing blasts um, this whole time, but something creative, something fun where people can interact with the page and can spread the podcast because I'm so fortunate to have over 100 followers on my podcast page, but you know, during the summertime, since I'm not going to be in my internship to spread um, the podcast, I want to be able to do that with you all support. So I'm going to try to figure out a way to make it creative and have people repost and stuff like that. So if you like listening and you like the podcast, please make sure to share with other people. Please make sure to repost. Um, I do put an episode, um, Instagram posts every time I post an episode, so please make sure you repost. Well, not make sure, but if you want to support and help out the growth of the channel, or not channel, podcast, <laughs> this is not YouTube, Um, support the podcast, please um, repost on like your stories and share with your family and friends. And like I said before, I do want to have people on, so I have to figure there's some type of way to do that, whether that's like through Zoom call, or I don't know, I'm going to have to figure out a way to do it, but yeah, I just want to just thank you all for your support and hopefully we could just continue along and have more episodes and grow together. That is the point of it all is to just grow, you know? <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about a couple things, but our main discussion post is going to be for all the incoming college students. You know, May 1st is around the corner and I know a lot of you have already picked schools, but if you have not, I want to give some tips 
on different parameters you should be looking at when deciding on where to go to university. And let's talk about it. You know, I don't know if I have a lot of like incoming college students listening. So this will be a good time to just talk to them specifically. Make sure I reach out to that demographic because HU24 or really class of 2024 is going through a lot since of coronavirus and their senior year being cut short. So I want to talk to them, you know, give them some feedback, give them some advice on what to decide, what are what are good things to decide on when picking a school. And then we're also going to talk about, you know, same old stuff. But we are also going to mention um, the Ebola outbreak this week because we've been talking about coronavirus so much, we kind of forgot about, you know, outbreaks that are still currently going on that people don't know that's really going on. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to get into the vocab word of the week. And the vocab word of the week is nociception. Nociception is the sensory nervous system's response to certain harmful or potentially harmful stimuli. So in nociception, intense chemical, mechanical, or thermal stimulation of sensory nerve cells called nociceptors produce a signal that travels along a chain of nerve fibers via the spinal cord to the brain, and it basically just triggers pain. So the reason why we call it nociception instead of just pain is because pain can be caused by many different things. Nociception is one of the most common ones. You know, if you like put your hand on a hot plate or you smash your finger, that's nociception. But you have also neuropathic pain, which deals with just the nerves, specifically no real stimuli. You have other types of pain. You have like just other things. So being able to classify levels of pain and types of pain is what nociception provides you all with. So that is nociception and we're going to get on to what's new. So today's what's new, we're going to start off with talking about the Ebola outbreak. So we all remember the Ebola outbreak and how it was specifically very detrimental to the Democratic Republic of Congo and Sierra Leone. And we thought that there was a resolution and an end to it, but unfortunately there was not. There was a case a couple weeks ago um, in the Congo, and now they have to wait another two incubation periods until the Ebola epidemic can be declared over. And with this setback, it's showing how even though the Congo made intensive, intensive um, campaigns to stop this virus, it's unfortunately still you know, around. However, it's giving some new insight and new lessons to how we as the world can defeat coronavirus. And even though the coronavirus and Ebola virus are very, very different and the coronavirus has spread more widely, its response has to be treated the same way. So like Congo really locked down when they had their first Ebola outbreak and it really hurt a lot of people. And it was just a crazy time. But now we have you know, hotspots and all this stuff with coronavirus, just like we have with Ebola, and it's showing how transmission is very easy. And if you don't put your foot down and really start enforcing stuff, then it will spread hard. So Congo was able to celebrate for a long time that they had no cases except with this one new case. So they're making sure they're locking down and making sure this patient is being treated um, correctly, fairly, and making sure there's no spread of the virus. We can get rid of it, you know. And it's so crazy because you really didn't hear about this. I saw this article in the New York Times, and I saw it on my Twitter a little bit, but you know, with coronavirus going on, every news channel is talking about the same thing. And that leads me to my next topic, which is that unfortunate um, Trump talk that he had a couple days ago 
on suggesting that you should inject disinfectants into you. Now, at me as a regular person, I honestly thought he was joking. And he also has claims that it was sarcasm, but you cannot play on sarcasm in such a crazy time like this where people will literally do anything to get rid of the virus. So you actually had people injecting Lysol and bleach into themselves. And I'm just sitting here baffled that someone would actually believe that that was okay. Um, You know, not everyone has the same common sense. Common sense must not be that common. But you as president, you really shouldn't be saying stuff like that. I'm kind of 50-50 on I don't know where I stand because at one moment I'm like, you shouldn't have said that at all. On the other side, it's like, why? Somebody really thought, I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead and inject it. He also talked about sun and making sure you get ultraviolet rays. And I feel like it was very generic what he said and could be led with a lot of interpretation, a lot of false interpretation. But with the flu virus, it's seasonal. So with sunlight and all that stuff, is not really spread around the summer as you know slew season is really in the late summer fall range so I guess I'm not even going to sit here and say that's what he was talking about he may just been very general because he really didn't know much about it but you as president you with a big platform like that and with constituents that really do listen to what you say you have to be very careful how you choose your words and make sure that everything especially when you're talking about science is backed up with evidence Otherwise, you're going to have people doing dumb stuff like buying UV rays or UV lights that are not really supposed to be used by the general public and stuff like that. It's just unfortunate. Um, So all my listeners, I hope you all know to not inject yourselves with Lysol and disinfectant and the ones that do. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for some common sense for you because that's not okay. Um. That's just not okay. And with that, we're going to move on to our pop culture segment. So I really want to talk about the cute, cute thing I saw Global Citizen do, um, as well as ABC World News and the World Health Organization. They ended up making, congregating a whole bunch of celebrities and bringing on all these celebrities and money to make the one night or one night special of One World Together at Home. It was two hours long. It was, I think, last Saturday, and it featured a whole bunch of celebrities, a whole bunch of singers, including Beyonce, um, Michelle Obama talked, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Taylor Swift, you name it, you know, and a lot of them spoke on what they believed to them was important about the healthcare workers that are working diligently to fight this virus, about the people that are being um, treated unfairly. Beyonce spoke on that a little bit on how the the minority rates of coronavirus and death is so crazy right now. And speaking on specifically Texas and where she's from, you know, you have Michelle Obama, people sing. I know Taylor Swift sung one of her songs that were about her mom dealing with cancer and she looked like very um, in the moment and very emotional. It just was really touching. I think that was a really nice way of bringing together people singing because music can be um the light for a lot of people at this time and talking about what they believe in what they're passionate about and still be able to raise money um the host was um Stephen Colbert Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and they are all explained that 50 million dollars had already been raised by the corporate sponsors of the event but they did ask viewers to consider non-monetary ways to help you know just making sure you support healthcare workers at this time 
Um, they're just working so hard, so hard. And I really do applaud people that put their life on the line for this. And this is why I want to be in this field because you really are so selfless and you are helping the world one day at a time by clocking in and clocking out. So I just want to give them so much praise and I want to be able to do something um, for them as this you know, comes to, it won't be an end to this, but definitely to like a nice plateau point. So yeah, that was really nice and really sweet. I really liked the, the special. I didn't really watch all of it, but I did watch clips and it was really touching and I liked it a lot. So that's all I really have for pop culture. There's really nothing else going on. Oh, so, you know, I've been in quarantine and all I've really been doing is honestly watching TV. I still have not watched Little Fires everywhere. I will get to it. I've had so many people, so many of my friends tell me I need to watch it. But I did watch, oh, I did watch Too Hot to Handle. I'm not going to speak on the premise of the show because I feel like that's a little inappropriate. However, it just showed that we really do need more representation of black women on these reality love shows because the one that we had was so amazing, so beautiful and had a really touching story, but there was only one like but more of us on television. We are so beautiful. We are the real deal, you know. Not to say that we have to compare ourselves to other people, but we are really the culture, okay? All these girls with the wigs. I feel like we really inspired this Instagram baddie culture. And I feel like we should be representing a TV. And to have one is like keep a girl. You could have put more on that show. Come on now. Same with Love Island. Same with all those TV shows. Like those reality love shows. Even The Bachelor. You know. Not to say that people really want to be on it. But I just really love to see that. When I always see a black girl. My heart always flutters. But I need to see more. More representation. Okay. We are beautiful. And we deserve to be loved. Especially on reality shows. So I'm not going to get into too much of a rant because I'm about to start ranting. But I'm going to cut it off there and we're going to go ahead and take a break. We were low, we were high, Jekyll high, let's just stay by your side. You know I tried and tried and tried and tried. So I hope you all enjoyed that music break. I'm going to start calling it Jazzy's music break because I love to include the music I like in my episodes just to give y'all a little piece of me every time you listen. So that song is one of my favorite songs at the moment. It's Marita. I can't speak. It's Mariba with Jid or J-I-D. The song Sandstorm. And I love that song so much. Every time I hear it, it's like... I don't know, it's so euphoric, it's so calming, it's just amazing, I love the mess, it's just, I love the song, and I was watching Insecure, and that song played, and I was like, oh, they played one of my favorite songs, I was so happy, love the song, I know a lot of my friends love the song too, so, just had to throw that in there, I love that instrumental. So, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, we're gonna speak on ways to figure out where to go to college, especially now with virtual everything and not being able to really visit a school if you didn't have that chance like your junior year or earlier in the school year and just ways to just figure out what you need to do or what's best for you. So I'm going to speak on personal experience when I was deciding for college um, my senior year a long, long time ago when it really wasn't. Um, 2017, 2018 is when I was like really looking for colleges and I didn't really apply to many schools. So I think that's like the first 
thing I would just go ahead and give advice on is don't apply to too much. Like I feel like you already kind of know in the back of your head what you want to do, but don't be that person. Well, I don't know because I have mixed feelings about it. I feel like if you apply for a lot of schools, that's a lot of work for yourself. And if you have to pay for that application fee, like that's just a lot. And it's a lot of hassle for no reason because now you have all these options. So I would say like stick to like maybe like six to 10 schools to apply to. Even 10 is a little pushing it. Um, I applied to seven. So I would say, you know, make sure you just have a little small um, group of schools that you know you want to apply to. And once you start to get your acceptance letters, you know, that's when you start the real decision process. So for me, there was three main things I decided on. I decided based on program, specifically biology and what classes they had and recommended. I looked at location and price. Price was like the number one deciding factor. But let's start with the first one, which is program. So for me, Every school that I decided that was really could be a contending factor for me, I looked on their website, on their undergraduate bulletin, and looked at every almost every course they like, provided for my degree. So that's biology. So like for Howard, it's the College of Arts and Sciences. I don't know what that is. Maybe the College of Natural Sciences, Sciences, other places. But that was one of the main things I wanted to do was look at that. And I know sometimes some schools will post um, the four-year like guide to the classes you should take as a biology major. And I'm pretty sure they do that with other schools as well, with other majors. So that's one thing I really should like, you know, profess is that Please look at what your schedule will look like or what your days will look like, especially since now that it's virtual, you really can't, you can ask people through Instagram and Twitter and stuff. I feel like that would be really nice. Um, The alumni clubs in your certain states or your certain cities, maybe hit them up and ask them how is their experience. I know they probably give you nothing but positive reviews. But, you know, make sure you just kind of get a glimpse of what your day-to-day will look like as that major. And that was what I did. The second thing I did as far as that is that I would search up some professors. Now, I know you can't really find everybody, but you can find some on the page, especially the faculty page on most university websites. And if you look them up on Rate My Professors, some people are no filter on there. So you get the real cut and dry of what it would feel like, how this person grades, are they a diligent teacher, are they available, you know, stuff like that. So I would say that's another really big thing to look at too. And the third thing, and people do not realize this, you know, you see the acceptance, um, percentage you see all that stuff but please look at your school's retention rates and if you don't know what a retention rate is is the level or the percent of people that stay and finish out there four to six years at that university and that's very very important because that could tell you a lot about a school um if you have a lot of people coming your freshman year and a lot of people drop off you can say that maybe it's hard to you know study there or learn there or maybe that the administration doesn't really support people as they matriculate into the school the retention take rate can tell you a lot of things so make sure you look at that second thing was location I say because this was hard for me because I had two big schools that I was really decided on really three and I really came down to location for me and how far did I really want to be away from my family and I think coronavirus is really quintessential in this whole idea of where you want to go to school because a lot of people had to just up and move 
from where they were to go back home. And if you lived far away, that was very, very hard for a lot of my friends. And you have to take a lot of stuff into account, you know. I know that going across the country may be like a dream of yours or anything like that, but you really have to sit and think, especially times like these where no one really saw coming, are you able to handle making sure that you can come back home in time or do you have enough money to afford a flight and make sure that you move your stuff and honestly be away from your family because I know from my freshman year and I know a lot of people really go through that point of like a depressive episode, like not say you're in depression, but you go through a lot and sometimes having your mama to lean on in times like that where it's a little rough is nice and being far makes it limited. So Think about how close you are with your family, um, how comfortable you would be being that far apart and all that stuff. The third and last thing is price. So school is expensive, y'all. Y'all just don't know the half. And I'm so, so blessed to have been or to be a Karsten Scholar at Howard University where that is paid for. However, that's not the case for everybody. And you really do have to consider price into deciding school, um, making sure that you have scholarship money, whether that's from the school or in an outside source, that is really important. Tuition is expensive. Room and board is expensive. And you're just living in general is just expensive. And making all those loans, taking out all those loans can really bite you in the butt after, you know, you graduate and stuff. So really take into account exactly how much money you would be spending at each school. And any degree period is worth it. But really just sit down. If you're a first time gen or first time college student, that could be really difficult to just sit and really calculate it. But you honestly need to because it adds up, y'all. And there's random fees that come all the time, especially at Howard University. We are like the king of that. Like you'll have a random fee or stuff like that. You just never know what could be thrown your way. You always want to be making sure that you are on top of your stuff because no one knows your stuff like you know your stuff. So if you know how much money you would be spending, you know the loans, the paperwork that you're signing, you have have copies of it that's really important you need to build that um that characteristic that skill now before you go into college because you have to remember at the end of the day college is a business and you have to be on top of your stuff because if you're not they will try to get over on you and they meaning any type of administration no matter where you go to so that's a really really big thing really consider that because you know not to say a degree is a degree but you don't want to spend so, so much money on your undergraduate degree, especially if you're interested in grad opportunities. And that's money right there. Med school, money. Applications for, you for grad schools, money. All those tested, tests, LSAT, MCAT, GRE, all that stuff is money, y'all. So really take that into account. And that's all with the discussion and that's all with the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you took a little bit of tidbits. If you yourself are a college student and you have friends or you know, or you're a mentor to someone that is a high school student, please share this information with them. And if you are a high school student listening, thank you for listening. Share with your friends and family. Um, Like I said, please share. Thank you all so much for listening. And on that note, peace out, y'all.